Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Let's get ready for the divisional round of the playoffs next on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to FFT in 5. I'm Chris Towers, and I'm joined by Sia Najad of the FFT DFS pod. See, you guys just wrapped up uh, Friday or Thursday's episode. This is going to be the, the DFS pod focusing on the divisional round, and you and I are going to talk about some of your favorite plays, some of your favorite props from this weekend. But first, talk about a couple of uh, key storylines to watch. I just wrote about this for the FFT newsletter. Make sure you subscribe to that, cbssports.com slash newsletters. And uh, I think... The biggest storyline that I'm going to be keeping an eye on, and this might actually fit into uh, some player props because I just put in a uh, a little a little prop action on on one of the sports books. I'm going to take the under on Isaiah Pacheco's rushing yards, and here's why: because I want to see how the Chiefs handle the expected return of Clyde edwards elaire from his high ankle sprain. He's been out since week 11, and look, he was already starting to cede quite a bit of playing time to Isaiah Pacheco, and. Frankly, this has been Jarrett McKinnon's backfield more than anyone else's since the, the playoff run last season. But it's something I want to keep an eye on because looking ahead to 2023, Isaiah Pacheco is someone that we're looking at as a potential number two running back if he's the lead rusher for this team. But, you know, Clyde edwards Dillaire still under contract for next season, might not be going anywhere for the Chiefs. So if he comes back from this injury and he's been practicing this week and gets even six carries, you know, given how rarely the Chiefs run the ball, that's something that could impact Isaiah Pacheco both for this week. I think his over-under is 53.5. I did take the under on that one. But also his 2023 value. If he's not clearly ahead of Clyde Edwards-Elair in this playoff run, it's hard to see him as someone who's going to be super helpful for your fantasy team. I think I'll also be keeping an eye on the Jack in that Jaguars-Chiefs game. Just which version of Trevor Lawrence shows up. I mean, last week, you know, one of my key storylines was which version of Trevor Lawrence shows up? Because he had a pretty up-and-down season, had five multi-touchdown games in a row in that stretch. I think it was from week 10 to week 15. And he had three multi-touchdown games in his other three games. And we saw first half last week was a disaster, four interceptions. And then came back, ended up with four touchdowns, looked really good. So, you know, we're still kind of trying to figure out what kind of player Trevor Lawrence is going to be moving forward. So that'll be a key thing to watch this week. And, so yeah, why don't we uh, go day by day? We got a couple games on Saturday, a couple games on Sunday. Why don't you give me uh, some of your DFS and, and player prop picks for the Saturday games? Yeah, absolutely. So let's start with the Jaguars and the Chiefs. And that that's the highest total of the slate. When I say slate, I'm referring to all four games, of course. It's a 53-point total. There's a few DFS plays I like in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll start with Jarek McKinnon. I mean, you you mentioned Isaiah Pacheco and Clyde Edwards-Alaire. We know during playoff time, it's 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 playoff McKinnon. I'm like yep. that's a play on on playoff Lenny or playoff Jerry, if that's what's short for Jarek. But Jarek McKinnon, 6,000. I do think. His volume is a little low, especially mm-hmm. with the rushing attempts. He basically doesn't get any rushing att- attempts. He'll get a couple. But in the passing game, he is so valuable, and, and he's so efficient with the targets that he gets. So given that this is a slate where there's not a lot of running backs I want to pay up for, I do like Jarek McKinnon 
At the receiver option in this game, there's one on both sides that I like that are kind of low-end, low-priced options that will allow me to do a lot with my lineup. On the Chiefs side, it's Kadarius Tony at 4,100. I do see him ascending into more targets, into a little bit more volume. Of course, he's still going to be third or fourth tier. You got guys like Travis Kelsey and Juju Smith-Schuster, but I like Kadarius and I like Zay Jones because of the price. He's only 4,700. If I have to compare him to, let's say, Christian Kirk, I'll take the discount with Zay. Yeah, and one thing that you like for Kadarius Tony, obviously his role, it's been like 10 to 15 snaps most weeks, but Miko Hardman was not activated from IR for the Chiefs, so Kadarius Tony's still going to have that role. Kind of a gadget guy, but they love getting him involved near the red zone, so that's been really valuable for him. What are some of your, uh, some of your other picks? Yeah, Giants-Eagles, that's a 48.5 point total. I like Richie James, another discount option. I'm mm-hmm. looking at discount options because I really want to pay up at certain rec- like for certain receivers, and I'll get to that in a second. But Richie James at 3,900, tremendous value. I think he'll get more targets this time than he got last game. He only caught four of six targets last game, but the, the short area is going to be really important for Daniel Jones against this mm-hmm. Eagles defense. Richie James plays the slot. He's going to get some of those targets. Isaiah Hodgins isn't going to get as many targets as he did against that Minnesota Vikings terrible secondary. I like Dallas Goddard as well. Speculative play if you need to save money. Boston Scott, if you want to try to get lucky against the Giants, you know you can run against them. Maybe Boston Scott gets some carries inside the 10, inside the 5. I will say from a prop standpoint on Saturday, Richie James receptions, I'm leaning towards the over there. I'll confirm that on our prop show tomorrow at 4 o'clock. And Zay Jones, I'm leaning towards the over in his receptions too. It's, It's four and a half both ways. Yeah, that's the Sportsline Early Edge NFL Prop Show Friday at 4 p.m. Make sure you tune into that. I think Dave Richard will probably be on that one, a yep. friendly face. So let's move on to uh, some Sunday picks. Sunday picks. Let's start with the Bengals and the Bills. I think this is a super interesting game. I think the Bengals injuries are are really important here. I think that's Captain Obvious statement, but that offensive line is kind of a mess. Yeah. It- It leads me to actually like Jamar Chase, which I know sounds a little counterintuitive, but I think he's going to get a lot more short area targets and he's going to get a ton of receptions. And we know in DraftKings in particular, you're getting one point per reception. So, and of course he has the ability to break it against any whoever. So I like Jamar Chase at 7,800. Other guys I like from a DFS standpoint, Hayden Hurst, if you have to pay down, maybe you want to play two tight ends in your lineup. Hayden Hurst at 3,200 makes sense. And of course, on the Bills side, Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs. I like them both. They're not my favorite pair. They're not my favorite stack, but mm-hmm. I can't not mention them because they can explode at any given moment. As a, From a prop standpoint in this game, Jamar Chase receptions is something I'm looking at for our prop show tomorrow. And then, so that begs the question, is your favorite stack one we haven't mentioned yet? It is and it isn't. So Mahomes... Okay. I might do a stack with like Mahomes, McKinnon, and Kadarius Tony, but in this Dallas-San Francisco game, I'm not averse to doing a Brock Purdy stack, and the, the reason is because I think Debo Samuel and Christian McCaffrey in the short area can get the yak to get Brock Purdy Absolutely. there. This Dallas defense. We know Dallas is going to be able to bring the pressure, but in the secondary, they're not that great and they're a little banged up. And we know specifically CMC and Debo can make a house call at any given moment. Of course, Kittle and Ayuk are in that conversation as well. But those two, Debo and CMC, I like very much in DFS. CMC for obvious reasons. We don't need to get into that. Debo at 5,900 is just a tremendous value. He may not get the volume that you want, but typically he's extremely efficient with the volume that he gets. I'm willing to take that chance there. On the other side of the ball, I love CD Lamb. His receiving yard prop is a little high at this point, 77 and a half, but I'll be trying during the four o'clock show tomorrow to figure out a way to play CD Lamb overs. Maybe not the yardage, maybe something else, but those are the three plays I like in that game quite a bit. CD, Debo, and CMC. 
All right, and then, you know, for what it's worth, Debo in the playoff game last week did get nine targets, three carries, so he was mm-hmm. very heavily involved. You know, the, the 49ers have a bit of a math problem. It's hard to know who's going to get the touches any given week. It's such an explosive and efficient offense that you want some exposure to it, but, yeah, it's it's a tough uh, a tough nut to crack for, for your fantasy and DFS purposes, and I think it's going to be really tough for 2023, but we'll talk about that later. That's it for FFT and 5. Make sure you tune in to the Sportsline Early Edge NFL Prop Show on at 4 p.m. on Friday, and we'll see you next week. Hey, everyone, this is Jimmy Conrad, your favorite former U.S. Men's National Team player and the host of the Call It What You Want podcast, and I'm here to tell you that Viore is a versatile clothing brand that speaks my language. It's inspired from the coastal California lifestyle, just like me. Its products stand the test of time, just like me, and also just like me, it endeavors to inspire others to live vibrant, healthy lives. Fiori gear is designed to look great in everyday life while also being perfect for any workout activity. I'm currently rocking the men's Sunday performance jogger, and don't let the name deceive you. You can wear these babies any day of the week and in any situation. I'm talking going to the office, running errands, the gym, whatever your heart desires, because Viore is an investment in your happiness. For our listeners, they are offering 20% off your first purchase. So get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet at viori.com sports. That's V-U-O-R-I.com sports. Not only will you receive 20% off your first purchase, but enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75 and free returns. Again, go to viori.com sports and discover the versatility of Viori clothing.